One of the few things guaranteed in life, beer and taxes. BrewDog celebrates International Women's Day even worse than Burger King. And we have an end to the 2020 Deadpool. This is It's All Beer. Welcome to It's All Beer, very much the Australian named text on the jet ski of the podcast world, in that it shouldn't exist, its very presence is annoyingly ostentatious, but now that it's here and you know it exists, admit it, the world would be a darker place without it. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman, yes, that's a king! <laughs> yes. oh! If you don't understand what I'm talking about, you, uh, uh, that was a callback to our last episode. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> and also, probably the new hero of It's All Beer. <laughs> we need to get Tex on It's All Beer. If you, Tex, if you're listening, and there's no earthly reason why you would be, but Tex, if, if you are listening, you have an open invitation anytime, anywhere, on the jet ski or off, preferably on. <laughs> How you doing today, Tyler? Oh, pretty good. How are you, Jeremy? <laughs> Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, what are we drinking today? I'm drinking uh, Revision Brewing's Lager. So, just, just oh, nice, just the, crisp. Just the, uh, just the, uh, their standard lager? Yep. So, nice, crisp, easy drinking. Still helping to nurse that hangover from last weekend that I had. So, the reason we had to take a week off is, uh, once again, Tyler, it seems uh, uh, Tyler had to fuck off for a bachelor party, kind of like he had to do last year, where he, I think, brought the COVID to the United States. Um, <laughs> fuck um, you. <laughs> Uh, and and he, as is tradition, he had to go and uh, have another bachelor party. And uh, I go ahead and recap, if you can, just how much booze was consumed at this uh, uh, function of yours. So there were six of us. We got to Lake Tahoe Friday, and we left on Monday. We drank a six-barrel keg, so 5.15 gallons of Lonesome Larry American Lager from Sockeye Brewing, Dagger Falls IPA from Sockeye Brewing, uh, Lagunitas IPA, a case of Paps Blue Ribbon, a case of Coors Light, a case of Kirkland Hard Seltzer, a half gallon of Bullet Rye Whiskey, a fifth of Screwball Whiskey, and then... There was another, like, mixed case of stuff in the mix as well. And all the drinks we had at the casino and bars and breweries we went to. Just for the record, um, if you're like, if you hearing something uh, crying in the background today, that actually is not my infant for, for the first time. That is actually Tyler's liver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I... Did not debauch myself over the course of a weekend. I was a normal weekend for me, so I'm uh, breaking into Breakside's uh, uh, latest uh, seasonal lager, their Noble Pilsner. Um, and it is, as advertised, a uh, really nice German-style lager. Uh, it's got that spicy hop component. I would argue just a touch out of balance. Um, I feel like a... A, 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 a true German uh, Pilsner would be balanced a little bit more towards the malt. This is a little bit bitter, but uh, within range and nice, crisp, drinkable. And 
good example and a, a, a nice light beer to get into some heavy shit we have to get into today. Because that's <laughs> what we do now. <laughs> if I was feeling better, I was going to drink pop an Orville because tomorrow is National Orville Day. I did not know that. I didn't know there was a National Orville Day. There is. It is March 20th every year. Do, is there a reason for that that you know, or is that just some trivia you happen to be kicking around in that noggin of yours? Just some, I, I don't know what the reason why they picked that day, but I just know it's March 20th. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, go out and drink some Dorval. Um, Orville or... What have you just said? I, was saying, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but... You're already... You're, we're, we're, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, uh, let's uh, get into it this week, because we've got a lot of shit to cover. Um, well, what are we starting with, Jeremy? Well, we're starting with something we should have done fucking last week. Uh, God damn, we suck at this news now. Uh, as I you suck less than you do! <laughs> Defend. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Well, you'll find out why Tyler had that outburst. As you probably heard from a more reputable news source, uh, uh, earlier this month, Boneyard was officially purchased uh, by the Shoots. The, mar- the news broke on March third that the uh, two Bend, Oregon-based breweries are coming together and calling it "quote a unique Bend-based local-to-local craft-to-craft partnership." Whatever the hell that means. Um, we, again, we meant to bring this up on our last episode, but due to some scheduling conflicts and some shuffling, we kind of had to scramble to get an episode out. And somehow, although both me and Tyler were aware of this and had kind of planned on talking about it, we both fucking forgot to talk about it. <laughs> That's what happens when you trust two drunks on a podcast. Um, and you might be saying, it's, it's almost been a month since it happened. Why talk about it now? Well, for one... I do have some new details that uh, that emerged that are uh, interesting to talk about, but arguably more important. We finally have a game-winning score to the 2020 Deadpool. Tyler, congratulations. Uh, he guessed <laughs> He guessed the shoots was going to buy... Who did you guess that the shoots was going to buy? I said Roadhouse Brewing out okay. of Wyoming. Um, but the shoots... Uh, uh, getting the shoots as a buyer was worth one point, which was... Which uh, uh, broke the, I think the point five point five tie that we, that we've had since uh, oh <laughs> about this time last year. We decided to play overtime rules, and that makes this the game winning point. So uh, we actually had a little bet. Um, uh, uh, it, you know, consequences or payment uh, uh, if you lost. Do you remember what I had to do if I lost? No, I don't. Well, as is it something to do with an ice box? As a man of honor, I will remind you. You wanted me to brew an ice uh at the, my place of uh, uh, place of uh, employment and so finally settle an argument that you and I have uh, been raging about <laughs> for a few years now. Um, but since it's now mid March and being an, an ice box a bit problematic to brew right now, at very <laughs> least I'm gonna have to put that on hold. But I will uh, issue the following statement. Are you ready, Tyler? Yes. <clears throat> Hear ye, hear ye, I, Jeremy Jones, being of sound mind and moderate inebriation, do hereby declare that Icebach is not only a superior beer style, but it is, in fact, a style of beer. I renounce any implication that its ABV makes it more like whiskey. That position is is obviously wrong, but dare I say, hurtful to the outstanding style that is Icebach. 
I further renounce any implication that ice distilling is an unfit practice for beer, regardless of its ABV. I further assert that Tyler was correct in his assertion that my views are not only obviously wrong, but also the type of opinion that would only occur to a complete idiot. And yet it moves. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> Let's... I might actually have to listen to this episode just so I can like cut that and make it my new ringtone. <laughs> is is winning that argument that important to you, Tyler? <laughs> oh, one of the proudest moments of my life. <laughs> Let's well while Tyler uh 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 you know uh, just goes off to another room to uh, fully appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> Let's actually talk about the shoots in Boneyard. Um, Heidi Howard uh, with The Source Weekly did a wonderful interview with uh, Boneyard's Tony Lawrence on the subject. Um, in the interview, Lawrence did say that this deal was at least talked about in certain circles for a number of years. Um, although the way he described it, it didn't sound like it was like a, uh, something of serious consideration. It was something that was tossed around between, you know, during functions. Hey, you know maybe semi-seriously at best. Um, but then came the pandemic. Hi, Thor. <laughs> uh, that sound you were hearing is Thor, I think, uh, uh, lapping off the, uh, the, the issue from Tyler's excitement over hearing <laughs> him be right. <laughs> no, he just wants to be involved in the podcast. <laughs> um, but then came the pandemic. Boneyard is pretty, pretty exclusive. Basically, draft. a fucking draft only. Yeah, uh, they do some cans, but not a ton. And the shutdowns that came in March and the restrictions that continued through the rest of the year, they hurt a bit. And according to Lawrence, uh, their business plan that Bo that uh, had kept Boneyard in business for uh, ten years was not sustainable at this point in time. And they would need to require they would need the help of a larger entity going forward, regardless, or uh, shut the doors. Um, so it was. He made it. He kind of characterizes it like as when this happened, we realized that that was the best option to stay afloat. And I mean, it was mutually beneficial from at least my perspective because we had talked when we did the Deadpool originally that the shoots was kind of in that no man's land where they either needed to get bought out or to buy someone. They need to they need to either yeah, they're either going to be sold or they need to charge across that no man's land and get big enough that they're on the other side of it because because they were kind of stagnating in growth and at least with adding boneyard to their portfolio, just getting them into stores and more consistent into those chain accounts will add that nice little growth push for a couple of years. And the excitement is absolutely you know, humming about uh, the the rumors are going. Hey, can, are we going to get Boneyard here in Boise? Are we going to get Boneyard here in I hope so California, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, um, but uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, he also mentioned that the shoots, uh, their new equipment uh, and their buying power, they're not only able to expand their R and D section, but able to uh, conduct some experimental brews. Uh, using ingredients and equipment that just weren't available to him uh, at, at his current size. Um, and uh, Lawrence ultimately envisions Boneyard as being available Seattle to San Diego. Those were his exact words. Come over a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just push it a little bit west. Push it a little bit west. Uh, again, 
with the shoots behind it. I think that's not only reasonable, but fairly attainable. And I also like that scope, just being a, just being available down the West Coast. Um, yeah. Because Within two, sto- two states of the coast. And up and down, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 nice that that the, I always like that there's still uh, breweries that are you have to go you have to go to this place to get. Um, and Boneyard is one of those, especially in the trading circles, highly sought after. So, you know, the expansion of their footprint is going to limit that a little bit, but it's it, it sounds like a nice nice deal for everybody involved. So, yeah. Uh, once again, congratulations, Tyler. <laughs> and congratulations to uh, Boneyard and to Shoots. And again, bring it to Boise. There's uh, <laughs> some people want it here. It's, uh, some people want it here. And, uh, and, and not just Tyler. I think uh, pretty much everybody. All right. So that was a good, that, that was the fun times. Ready for this? <laughs> Let's get into the shit. All right. Brewdog, you done fucked up news now. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. This is getting depressing. Um, I was going to say, how many times are we going to have to headline a section with such and such, you done fucked up? Apparently every week this year. Uh, it It was something we did once for Founders, who is still on my shit list, uh... But ever, but ever, it looks like 2021 is the year that all the uh, all the breweries are just letting their assholes run free. They're rolling up their sleeves and getting some slap ass- in the wind. <laughs> They're just getting some serious assholing done. Um, this uh, uh, this article comes from Paste Magazine. It's from Jim Vorrell. Um, it would seem that Brew Dogs, a brewery founded in the UK and ha- but that, but has chains all over the world, has officially joined. Uh, the ranks of breweries like Founders, Boulevard, Platform, which you talked about last week. Uh, breweries that were accused of doing something shitty. And then instead of addressing the issue, they deny and obstruct only to have more evidence come forward, forcing said brewery to ha- to issue half-hearted apology or non-apology, which goes over like a screaming <laughs> orgasm in a Baptist church, which then forces them to come out and half-heartedly <laughs> do what they fucking should have done from the fucking get-go. It's a dance as old as time, really. <laughs> I mean, it's like the South Park episode with the BP oil spill. We're sorry. <laughs> you look through the uh, the Twitter responses that that exact scene is usually brought up by some smartass <laughs> or another. Uh, it's usually the BP guy pe- petting a puppy. Go, we're sorry. Oh, we summoned Cthulhu. We're <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what did Brew Dogs do? Well, uh, on Twitter. Uh, a, a former employee accused Brewdog of fi- firing them. Um, well, they did fire them, but they f- but accused them of firing them for uh, essentially firing all the women uh, and uh, 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 LGBTQ people. Um, they wrote, uh, "Today, my restaurant fired their woman and non-binary me staff, including two trans people. Uh, they re- recently replaced our woman GM and head chef with a man, and called all of this quote." A change in culture. Uh, This uh, uh, accusation was later backed up on a local indie station, WISH, when two women came forward. Uh, Erica O'Neill said, quote, this new general manager who we've never met, don't even know, uh, don't even know what he looks like, uh, called us one by one and told us that we were all being fired because they wanted a change in culture. Uh, Kira... 
Kira Myers added, It's very strange that we seem to be singled out as a certain type of community that was fired. Um, it should be noted that all eight employees of this tap room uh, in Indianapolis were furloughed for the winter. Um, the brewery had been closed uh, during that time uh, and because they were still not doing indoor seating. Uh, and nobody wants to fucking drink beer in a Midwest winter. It just... <laughs> It'll freeze before it hits your lips. <laughs> um, so... That's how you get nice, Buck, Jeremy. <laughs> this really is. Uh, Brew Dog, you have been accused of firing all the women and trans people at your Indianapolis brewery. Your move. Well, actually, at first it seemed promising. The CEO of Brew Dog USA uh, came out and issued a statement responding to the initial post on Twitter uh, saying, We are investigating, investigating this. What is claimed is completely at odds with our values. They went on to say that Brew Dog is committed to providing a safe, diverse, and inclusive workspace, blah, 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 blah. But fair. stroke it, stroke it, stroke it. I'll say the first the first response. Fair enough. Brew dog, big operation. Left hand doesn't always know the douchey right hand is doing. I feel like it's perfectly reasonable for them in the face of like these kind of accusations to need to take a minute, assemble their poo poo and figure out what the fuck just happened and who did it. See which fingers covered in shit. And... <laughs> Correct. So I've, I don't think it'd be in, incorrect to say. Yeah, take a day or two and figure out, uh, figure yourself out. But uh, uh, and they did take a couple of days. Uh, they issued their official statement about what's happened, um, and it's exactly what you think it would be. <clears throat> it goes something like this: "Quote: We are continuing to investigate the reports of an employee at our bar, or reports from an employee at our bar in Indianapolis. After initial review, we believe the decision to dismiss four team members was based purely on performance." However, we believe the manner in which these dismissals were handled was not aligned with our company values or internal process. Consequently, the person who instructed these dismissals has now left our business. These claims of discrimination really hit us hard. Brood Dog does not tolerate any prejudice and equality of any kind. We pride ourselves on an inclusion and diverse piece, place of work. Our whole brand is built on showing that businesses can be a force for good. We stand with you on all criticisms of the way this has been handled. We will continue Ooh. to listen, continue to learn, and continue to focus on having a strong and positive impact in the world. Uh, Tyler, your rebuttal? Bullshit! <laughs> that was essentially the whole internet, too. Yeah, that was... <laughs> but let's recap the statement. Uh, we didn't do it, uh, but it looks like we ha could have done it, so we fired a dude for it. Uh, so that's cool, cool now. Uh, diversity, inclusion... Uh, fuck. Please stop bothering us. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It went over exactly like you said it was, think it would. I mean, once again, you look at the responses, not a single person rightly going, no, that, let's hear them out. It continues to amaze me how tone deaf these very large companies are. From uh, from founders or Boulevard or Brew Dogs, not a single one seems to get that this thing is not going to go over well with the uh, with the public. Yeah, I mean, it's what I noticed this article or this story starting to develop on Beer Twitter uh, because the owner of Hen House, who I follow on Beer Twitter, was like, "This is bullshit." 
and like tweeted directly at James Watt, the found one of the founders of Brew Dogs, and was like, "This is infuriating. What do you have to say about this?" What's I say? And crickets. Well, I, maybe from maybe not from that, but I mean, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because uh, uh, at some point in time, James Watt does kind of come into the picture. But I mean, there's a little bit more first. Um, but let's. Let, I, it got fucking worse. That's what you need to know. It got fucking worse from here because that statement is not going to smooth anything over. Not only did this non-apology bullshit response uh, do nothing, but another employee, um, a male who still works at the brewery, who decided to stand in solidarity with his former co-workers in a very long Instagram post, which I will put on our Instagram as well, so you can check it out for yourself. Um, in that post, he points out that it was actually worse than what uh, BrewDog was originally accused of. Uh, they were, oh, no. They weren't accused of firing uh, all the women because of the staff of eight. They brought back two men and two women. Uh, no, the four that were fired were all members of the LGBTQ plus community. So he further pointed out that the performance issues accusation is kind of a strange one since nobody had been working for four months. So there was no performance to speak of in, you know, in, in, in recently. Recent history. <laughs> um, and prior to that, no one was ever written up, despite company claims that there were, in fact, uh, 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 things being written up. There was none. Um, oh. And he also pointed out that uh, a little bit before the shutdown, uh, the company had a, a contest uh, on uh, which servers could receive the best Yelp reviews, and two of the people who were fired won that contest. Oh, poor look. Poor look. Awkward. Why, why the fuck are you firing some of your better employees? Um, he go the, the, the employee who did this post goes on to sing their praises, but you you get the idea. If they were fired for poor performance, at least one person was out there going... No, it wasn't. So, and, oh man, and there's and there's no evidence to the contrary. So, brew dog, it don't look good. Um, looks like your excuse just got shot to shit. Your response, and this is of course where uh, 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 James Watt, co-founder uh, co of Brew Dog, came out, and in a business journal of all places, um, he repeated the claim that uh, that poor job performance not true, was the uh, reason for this, and said the guy who did it was fired. Of course, begging the question, does he actually think that people were upset because they were fired via phone? Because that was apparently how he did He called him up and said, uh, yeah, changing culture, you're fired. <laughs> or something along like that. He said this, they, they, they said the phone call didn't even last 30 seconds. Damn. And that's what they think. Was he calling up from a 900 number where he's paying by the minute? Or what? Here's the kicker, though. When Paste reached out to Watt, uh, they, uh, uh, BrewDog PR actually got back to them and said that the male GM in question was not fired. A senior level senior level member of the retail team was terminated. Which Paste then had to ask, so wait, the, the guy who did this still has a fucking job? And also, who the hell is the guy who got fired? Did Watt just come out and say... Uh, fuck it, just keep firing people until until this goes away. <laughs> someone got fired. I don't know if it was the right person, but I fired someone. <laughs> <laughs> We're 
Were they gay too, What? Were they gay too? <laughs> and this is, like, I've always had a good amount of respect for the BrewDog crew, but, like, between this and then the accusations last year of them stealing, like, getting, like, ad agencies to pitch them on shit and then just stealing that design blatantly and using it after they told them, no, we're going to go in a different direction. I'm like, you're starting to pile up a lot of shysty shit here, guys. There's there's definitely some shit going on here. And, I mean, this, this one right here, I mean, despite... Mounting evidence to contrary, uh, BrewDog is apparently sticking to their performance issue shtick. Yeah, and Founders stuck to I can't see color. <laughs> Just because they're sticking to it don't mean it's fucking good. People were fired. Maybe they were involved. Maybe not. But then again, according to Pace, it's interesting that they're sticking by this line because apparently the horrible employees that, you know, that, that you know, with the performance issues a mile long... Uh, that were all written up that cannot be found anymore. They were all featured on their fucking Instagram page to promote the brewery only a few months before. You're kidding. Because every company makes it standard practice to use their worst employees to be the face of the company. That's just, you know, that's just, you know, SOP right there. <laughs> it's why uh, that at your brewery, you're the, uh, you're the person on the, every billboard just standing there with your thumbs up. <laughs> so that's why I've never been on an ad for any of the breweries I've worked for. I uh, gotta get, but I gotta get worse. How can can you get worse? Do you, do you have that? Apparently, <laughs> um, at the moment, uh, BrewDog seems committed to the idea that just that if they just shut up and go away, it probably will. And Unfortunately, they're probably not wrong. If they, I think they've taken the everybody just clam up and let's just ride this out. Um, they just looked at everyone and said, "Shut the fuck up, or you're gonna die." <laughs> pretty much. Uh, that's sort of where this story has ended so far, um, and with with uh, uh, not a lot of uh, uh, information going forward. Um, I would, I, I will say this: if this is really where this story is going to end for now. Um, and if brew dogs, um, um, basically if their, if their wish is maybe if we just shut, uh, if we just shut up, it'll go away and we can, we can go back to what we were. I would suggest to their credit, brew dog, uh, uh, seems to be trying to do a lot of good in the world. They seem to be trying to, um, that being said, Whenever they post something about what they're what they're trying to do, maybe bring this up again. Mm-hmm. I would say anybody who uh, follows BrewDog on Twitter, and we are, and I think I'm going to troll them for a while, a couple of years at least. Um, just every <laughs> once in a while, just post, "Hey, you still firing gay people for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourselves." Uh, and I think that is probably the correct response to uh, uh, for. Uh, all brew dog. Also, by the way, uh, as one Twitter uh, 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 comment mentioned, there's another brewery in uh, uh, nearby uh, uh, the the brew dog location um, in Indianapolis. Go there instead. Uh, it's a good reminder to support small local. Uh, mm-hmm. They're less and, likely to get caught up in this horseshit. Yep, and. If you don't have the level level of dedication to troll a massive corporation like Jeremy does, just remember, 
show your distaste with your dollar, and if you support, if you choose not to support Brew Dogs because of their decisions of being pieces of ship, they will start to learn that or, hey, maybe we fucked up, or at least, I mean, I mean. Or at least come out and say, what the fuck happened? I think they at least owe the people who want to know that their money isn't going to a company that actively uh, is actively prejudiced against uh, LGBTQA people to come out and say, okay, I mean, this employment records are... I mean, AB InBev hasn't even done that shit. Lately, AB InBev has started to look pretty fucking good. <laughs> They're like, if we just shut up and do nothing this year, we might be in the clear. They own Platform Brewing, which we talked about last week, but how much they are really involved in that is is up for question. So, But hey, while we're talking about asshole breweries, uh, Boulevard uh, released findings from their third-party investigation um, and what they're going to do moving forward. So, hey, Tyler... You ready to be underwhelmed? Oh, boy. First finding, it turns out that harassment and bad behaviors did occur. You know. <laughs> I, I know. I know, Tyler. I was shocked, too. Uh, the second finding. Did they also say that Santa Claus isn't real? <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> what, what, what are you saying, Tyler? My bad. My B. My B. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Second finding, um, hiring practice need to be more formalized to ensure that all qualified people are considered. Because apparently douchebags ascend at, at uh, a higher rate than, you know, actually qualified, you know, qualified people in general. And third, this is a little bit weird. The company as a whole needs to do better at bringing Boulevard Brewing together with Oma Gang uh, for closer collaboration. Huh? That was kind of my reaction. Like, wait, what? So, Oma Gang was, since they don't sexually harass people, you got to learn from them? I, that's the thing. I'm like, listen, I don't, I, we, we still don't know the depth of what happened and likely never will because Boulevard is clamming up hard, hard style. But and I don't know what the fuck they have to do with Oma Gang besides being, you know, uh, being owned by the same parent company, uh, Duval Morgat. But, was Oma Gang supposed to be the other dude in the room saying, nah, brah, that's not cool. That's not cool, man. Yeah, I'm like, or are you just trying to be like, oh, yeah, forget we were sexually harassing someone. We're going to do these cool beers with our sister company. I mean, that's the thing. Like, do they think a lack of Boulevard Oma Gang collaboration was? Listen, I mean, there clearly does need to be more Boulevard Oma Gang collaborations just because. But that's not why we're pissed off. <laughs> but, okay, what exactly is Boulevard doing going forward? Well, first, and I'm quoting here. Absolutely dick all. <laughs> quote, a new leadership structure will be finalized soon, which will provide op the opportunity for breweries to uh, collaborate on projects and share experiences more regularly. That, that, that's pause you here is both me and Tyler trying to figure out what the fuck that means. And again, I don't feel like the lack of the problem was a lack of collaboration brews between Boulevard and Oma Gang, okay? Whoever thinks that's the problem is seriously misjudging this. <laughs> why and also why are we roping Oma Gang into this? To them, to my knowledge, they've done nothing wrong unless <laughs> 
Is there some shit you're not telling us? They're like, whoa, motherfucker, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> uh, the second thing you're doing is hiring a new HR director. Fair enough, because your last one was obviously half asleep or dead drunk. <laughs> um, of course, there will be training, which, listen, if there was any question about whether or not it's appropriate to hollow a woman in front of her co-workers and ask her to tell everyone whether or not she's pregnant, I'm going to go on a limb and guess making everybody watch an instructional vi video is not going to fix the fucking problem at your establishment. <laughs> if that, if there's, oh, I wonder if that's okay or not. You are too far gone for uh, let's talk about sexual harassment video. I was going to say, and those videos are cheesier than 70s pornos, so... Shit, and a 70s porno would probably be more instructive. <laughs> Here is what you don't do. I, I, is that? I don't know. They may treat women better in those than they're actually treating them in Boulevard, so you might be, you might be going, listen, this is a step up, so let's at least shoot for this. <laughs> New standards will be implemented for proper business... Uh, 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 excuse me. <clears throat> New standards will be implemented for proper business conduct in order to reestablish our company culture. Okay. That comes from a direct quote. Uh, for the record, and maybe I'm being pedantic with word choice, but it's your fucking company culture that got you in trouble in the first place. Somehow your company culture made it possible for a raging infected asshole to rise to the level where he thought he could treat co-workers, especially women, like dirt and face no consequences. Reestablishing is that is the exact opposite of what you want to do. You, you idiots! Just tear it down and start over. Uh, lastly, they announced that three more people got shit-canned. But still, no word if any of those are the actual per person mentioned in the Reddit article that started this whole thing. And by the way, if, you were, if you're a little bit lost right now, a few episodes ago, you done fucked up Boulevard. It's becoming a theme of ours. Yay 2021. Um, one would assume <laughs> this guy is long gone, but... Nobody has actually confirmed whether or not that's the case, and we will probably never know since the leadership has advised at the end of this uh, 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 this statement released by Boulevard, uh, they advise colleagues to respect each other's privacy, which sounds good on the surface, but in reality feels like more trying to cover up the extent of what happened, especially when you're talking about why is Ama Gang being brought into this? Yep. Also, at least Brewdog, like, alleged the right person got fired. <laughs> well, at first, I mean, again, th the same thing is, like, somebody got fired. We're not sure if it's the same person. And according to uh, Paste, no, that guy wasn't fired. I'm assuming he is now, but again, you have to assume that these guys are not barely functional idiots, except for everything they do seems to confirm that they are. <laughs> What matters, what matters to the consumer that I think nobody seems to understand is that they want to know if the money they're spending is supporting a business that's actively hostile towards women uh, uh, or minorities or um, you know, different sexual preferences or whatever. They want to know that their money isn't going to support a culture that's... Uh, uh, that's uh, a, a bunch of assholes. Yeah. It's a... A culture of a bunch of toxic dude bros running around behaving like horny apes. From my expected, from my perspective, there's nothing in here that addresses the actual problem. Nor is there an attempt to make any of the people who are who are hurt by this whole again. So from where I'm, where I sit, 
Fuck you, Boulevard. It'll be a long time before we cross ways again. Fuck you, Brew Dogs. Support your small local brewery. There's probably less. There's less of a chance this is happening. Although if it is happening, fuck them too. Tyler, you have something happier for us? Uh, no, it's tax time, motherfucker. That's how we. That, that's how we. Uh, uh, that's how we transition out of this. Is you know what? I'm just. I'm just now pissed off and and I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. At this point in time, it's either I just rage swear for like 90 minutes or we move to the next thing. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna talk about a couple states that their government is trying to just really put a damper on fucking craft beer and beer in general. What's this called? Uh, like the the everything is horrible uh, uh, episode? Fuck, probably. Uh, it was around this time last year that the full extent of the pandemic was really becoming known to us. So, are we celebrating like the year? Like, hey, you thought twenty twenty was a shit show? Uh, hold my beer. So, uh, West Virginia uh, is planning on phasing out income tax, but the governor decided he didn't want to cut his budget. So he introduced a bill to the House that includes several tax hikes in other sectors, one of them specifically being the craft beverage industry of beer and wine, uh, upping their alcohol excise tax from $5.50 a barrel, which is fairly high, to $29.25 a barrel, which is astronomically high. Jesus. Uh, the article I found for the West Virginia said they'd make it the highest in the state, but they didn't look at what Oregon had on the docket. Uh, just for the record, um, if the next, if there's any justice in this universe, the next time one of these uh, 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 these assholes opened their mouth and said something along the lines of "small business is the backbone of the American economy" or whatever you know platitude they're mentioning, a bird would shit directly to their mouth, whether they're outside <laughs> or not. Like they could be like in an office, and as soon as they open their mouth to say that, a bird would crash through the window, jump diarrhea into his mouth, and fly back off to do his bird thing. <laughs> Well, Oregon's talking about a 3,000% tax hike. So taking the tax per barrel of beer from $2.60 up to $72.60. So adding 70 fucking dollars per barrel of a beer or about a buck to a buck 25 per six pack extra in taxes. I mean, to uh, be fair, uh, 3,000% sounds worse than, than uh, uh, what is actually happening. Although, I, I'd hike by 70 bucks per... Jesus H. Christ. Yep. And for wine in Oregon, it'll go from 65 cents a barrel to $10.65 a barrel. You know what? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't surprise me that a state like West Virginia would pull something like this for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't know... I don't know much about the West Virginia uh, uh, brew scene. I'm guessing it's it's developing, but not terribly robust. I'm guessing that the uh, that anybody in government has no fucking clue if there actually is a force, whether how how much they actually contribute to the economy. Um, they're probably they're, they're probably uh, uh, Bible thumpers who just feel like taxing alcohol is a good idea, regardless. 
It well, in Oregon, me, it surprises me that Oregon is doing that, though. So the reason Oregon's wanting to do it is they say the price increase will reduce underage and binge drinking. No, it won't. As well as that extra money can go to help fight addiction uh, and you know, create an addiction recovery district. I'm sure it can, but it won't. <laughs> it won't. Uh, several local bartenders uh, said this isn't going to solve the problems uh, with excessive alcohol consumption, addiction, DUI. Uh, they said people will just start figuring out ways around it. Well, first of all, let's 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 have a dose of reality here. No underage kid has gone with a fake ID to buy beer, looked at the prices, ah, oh, is that expensive? Yeah. Man, let's go to church instead. Yep. Uh, what is... And- what is... What is wrong yeah. with people making decisions? Uh, bouncing back over to West Virginia, they interviewed uh, Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company, uh, one of the larger breweries in the state, uh, which put out 3,200 barrels of beer last year. So not huge, but not small. Right. Like a small mid-sized brewery. Um, under the new plan, would you like to guess how much they would pay in state tax, Jeremy? Like dollar amount, percentage yep. amount? Dollar amount. Dollar amount. I'm not even sure what like what an acceptable. To be honest, I'm not even sure what an acceptable range would be. So I'm I have a hard time guessing. But they will I'm, pay I'm a, just in state tax, not counting your federal tax. In state tax, ninety three thousand six hundred dollars. I mean, I'm guessing that's year. high. I'm guessing that's very high. It's fucking huge. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I I don't know enough about the accounting of a mid a, a mid range brewery. Uh, to really know what the acceptable level should be, but that seems like a lot. That seems like your entire profit margin. So let's also look at this. The federal cap for excise tax for companies like AB InBev. So the amount AB InBev pays in federal tax per barrel of beer produced is $18 a barrel. Again, that that uh, that now that crying you hear is neither my infant. It might still be Tyler's liver, but that's actually my brain trying to claw its way out of my eyes and go find somebody <laughs> and shit in their mouth. Um, okay, the and this makes the there explanation why this makes a lick of sense. No, uh, basically from the article that I found with West Virginia. It's they're just trying to make up for the deficit of removing income tax. So they're and not, so not doing. So they're going to cripple small business. Again, I mean, it's just like one of those, you know, for, for all the uh, the the lip service that is constantly, you know, flip on uh, flip on any news station or especially Fox News and watch them say how much uh, uh, that, you know, small, small local businesses are the backbone of the American economy. It's, you know, Main Street, not Wall Street. And the fact that they're pulling this, sh- it's not surprising. Let's face it, it's not surprising. It's, it's well, we need to make money somewhere. Uh, they, no one will probably care if these guys are doing it. Let's just cripple yep. the entire industry. Yeah. So, if, 
I guess the main point, if you live in Oregon or West Virginia, reach out to your fucking elected officials and be like, listen here, motherfucker. You're no. <laughs> listen, um, you're not going to. So- well, first of all, you know you're not going to solve any of the problems you think you're solving. The only problem you think you're so- you're actually solving is we need to ex- we need to extort money from somewhere, and we seem like an, a, a a rich target. So uh, let me let me put it this way: um, uh, you try this shit, and. We'll pull some like uh, old timey, uh, 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 like prohibition style shit. Yeah, yeah. Also, with this, uh, when they were talking about the West Virginia, they interviewed a bar owner who has a bar, uh, kind of on the border of West Virginia in West Virginia, and he has several local craft beers on taps. But with that tax hike, it's going to raise the prices for him which in turn raises the prices of that, which in turn makes those locals more expensive than the regional beers he can get. Now that's, I mean, that's the, uh, the, the, the gonna fucking hamstring a growing industry in West Virginia. The good news is, is that I don't think craft beer and this might, I mean, this may even be the calculated decision. I don't, I, at this point in time, I don't think the any, any anybody in power is smart enough to consider this. But I actually think the good news is that uh, the, craft, the craft beer industry as a whole isn't really that sensitive to increase in prices. It's not like a lot of goods where um, raising the price leads to a dramatic decrease in demand. I uh, Craft beer is kind of unique in the fact that for a lot of its consumers, the price is kind of incidental. They'll pay. I mean, just look at look look at the ever uh, uh, march uh, uh, up of you know a pint at your local brewery, even here in town and across the nation. Um, but on the flip side, then you have the Ballast Point effect. Where remember when Ballast Point first came to town, everyone was fine with paying twelve bucks a six pack and six bucks a beer at a place that normally it was four dollars. And then everyone tried those beers and was like, those are good, but I can get just as good of beer from XYZ Brewery, who's three quarters of the cost. To a certain extent, yes. I mean, well, I think what you're hit upon there is that, I mean, you can you, you can get it occasionally or, you know, or or once. You almost have to revert to, like, the revision um, uh uh, a business model where you have a, 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 a new beer every goddamn week just to keep the novelty going uh, and, and justify uh, uh, the, the, the cost of your product. But that creates a whole new set of logistical issues. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, it would, it would be better just to, to, to not balance the state budgets on a, on an industry that, listen, there's not a ton of money in craft beer. Why are you doing this? Because <laughs> they're like, alcohol is bad, okay? Well, I think it's just because they think they can get away with it. But, I, I mean, the, the problem is, is I think they'll learn pretty quickly that they can because, you know, the... I think the reality is, if if uh, if these taxes are so onerous, the the brewery owners will either 
you know, move. Because let's face it, mm-hmm. Idaho is getting an influx of breweries from other state, largely because of our surprisingly lax uh, uh, regulation uh, involving breweries. And we're getting... And cheaper beer tax. Right. Um, and so, um, you, know, you know, for all Idaho's problems, you know, what despite the fact that they probably should be regulating some things, no one seems to be interested in regulating any, anything, which is a bit of a boon for craft beer, let's be honest. Um, and so <laughs> you do see a lot of uh, breweries relocating here, and uh, that may be what you see too, but the, the reality is either they're going to, if they can't be in business in your state, they'll either move or they'll shut the doors. And mm-hmm. then you don't get the money. And then you're losing jobs in your district which are people who would be voting for you now out of work because of something you did. Yeah, here's the thing. Looking at the political landscape now, I don't think there's any accountability anymore. I'm fairly certain that uh, that uh, that party affiliation now is so strong that, uh, especially for the Republican Party, they could go walk over, openly piss in their constituents' mouth, and their constituents going, well, that was awful, but it's better than the Democrats. <laughs> I heard on Fox News the Democrats will shit in my mouth. They took our jobs! Um, and by the way, it works both ways. Although, there there seems to be a harder loyalty on the Republican side. I don't know who... Say what the part, what, what the affiliation of those leading it in leading this charge in Oregon is, though. No, not from the articles that I saw. It just said uh, House Bill 3296 uh, is in legislation bumping both those so it didn't say who put that, that could, forward because honestly that could go either way i could see i i, I could see even a joint uh, uh that that a uh, that a uh, a rare uh, a rare instance of uh, a bipartisan uh, uh coordination Support. uh going listen can we just fuck these over, these people over for money yeah we can both agree on that all right one two three fuck everyone but us um <laughs> yep <laughs> Well, hey, as long as we're talking about tax, um, I got uh, I, I got one for us. Uh, the TTB lo- leaves no stone unturned. News now. Yeah, don't fuck with the government. They like their money. They don't <laughs> like when you steal from them. They to like honest, to steal from you. To be honest, I just want to do this story for that headline. Um, <laughs> uh, Brewbound broke this story a few days ago. Stone Brewing has agreed to a one point eight million dollar settlement. With the TTB, um, according to the Graydon Law Blog by James Nakab, uh, the TTB Tax Audit Division uh, had, for some reason or another, essentially paused operations. It doesn't say why, and I couldn't really find other than maybe they they were thinking, "Ah, oh, it's a pandemic. Let's get everybody a break for a little while." Um, but they're back in they're back in business and they're making a splash by going after one of the bigger fishes. Um, they accused a stone of underpaying taxes, failing to file and pay excise tax, failing to submit a brewer's report of operations on time, and failing to maintain a sufficient bond coverage. I don't know what that last one is. Yeah, I'm not sure what the last one is. Um, but the violations would have totaled almost three million dollars. Um, 
this seems to indicate that any brewery that may have slacked off a bit while the TTB uh, audit division wasn't fix your shit. <laughs> you might want to you you might want to gather your shit because uh, the, as this law blog actually implies, going after a brewery like Stone is kind of the is kind of a sacrificial lamb. It's like, hey, no serious, we're doing this now. We're gonna make these people pay, so you'll pay attention. Um, the fact that Stone was able to settle uh, probably bodes surprisingly well for the brewery's health i mean if they were as if they were near death as i don't think it would be inappropriate to assume that they are um i think they may have just used the cash back from all their credit cards for paying for lawyers so uh it could be that too i i mean (laughs) if they were close to the edge that may be this might be a time to throw in the towel and declare bankruptcy but although that being said i don't think stone could take another hit like this um and I mean, we've talked about the problems they've been having, especially lately, stagnating seal sales, a general identity crisis, this weird thing where they're printing the labels upside down, um, going after a distillery in Kentucky for some reason. <laughs> if um, you have anything that's like a rock in your name, they're coming after you. And also, I, I couldn't help but be a little bit like suspicious that, um, the eagerness to settle this might be an indication that they are shopping around. Don't have anything to back that up other than the idea that if you are if if you are in any position to fight this, I would assume that you would, but if you're shopping your brewery around for a buyer, you don't want it to be in the middle of a protected legal fight with the with the G man, now do you? Nah, cuz so, you're going to lose. Well, I mean, even if you don't lose, I mean, that's just I mean, the first thing they're going to say is if you know you're if you're uh, in talks about having somebody uh, possibly acquire you, the first thing they're going to say is deal with that shit, deal with it now. We don't care what it takes, deal with it now, or this is this these are over. Mm-hmm. So there's that's pure speculation on my part, but I and there that's that's about all there is to this story. Uh, other than I feel like it's just like another like if Stone is really that um, is if. A company of that size is that lax in their uh, tax reporting. Um, it small be... breweries look out. Well, I'm just saying that the, this doesn't bode well, and I'm just like, this is going to be one of those things. Like, yep, I would not be at all surprised if if this year or next or the very near future, uh, Stone sells. It just there's every there's every indication this is just like one more like little little pebble on the scales that make me think, uh oh, stone is stone is stone is looking look stone is looking to sell. Honestly, I think stone belly up instead of sells. You think you think uh uh, uh you think I mean how much do you, th- you think uh, I think Greg Coke probably feels that way, but how much who's gonna buy him? Well, that's a big. I mean, there that that could that could be the uh, the problem. But as we mentioned, oh, I don't, I I don't remember which off the top of my head. But their new, uh, I think CEO or or one of their higher ups was the woman who uh, was who actually engineered the Lagunitas Heineken sale. If you'll remember, yeah. Um, 
You'll have to go back in our archives. I can't even. I, I think can... she's CEO now. Or okay, yeah, their CEO is yeah is the woman who engineered Lagunitas' sale. So that had a whole lot of people, including me, going. That's an interesting choice. So, and this is just one more thing going. That's an interesting development. Could be wrong. You and you. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe worthy of another bet. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. I just. I struggled to see a big brewery that would want to pull the trigger on a floundering big craft brewery. It'd be like the Consolation brands buying Ballast Point again. In a couple years, you're going to regret it and offload them. Yeah, but at the same time, I think there's there's, uh, a lot of – I mean, there's – there's not no value in the stone name. I mean, it's it's undergone a bit of a, a, you know, it, it's been tarnished lately, tarnished and flipped upside down. Um, <laughs> but there's not, I mean, there's not no value in the uh, in the stone name, and I have to I have to believe that uh, the the right parent company with a with the right vision sees an opportunity to get a really good brand for. A screaming deal. True. Uh, and it wouldn't take much, especially if you could keep, you know, Coke on board um, and give him the resources and maybe some Xanax or whatever help he needs to to rebuild their uh, their operation. It, it it feels like the right the, the 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 right parent company could turn that around and 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 give them the resources they need to get back on their feet, and could do it and and could and then be mutually beneficial. Yeah, right. I I'll, I'll be curious to see how it plays out uh, with how they're spending on fucking lawyers and these fines. They may it's, run out of money before they find a buyer. Well, and I mean, let's also not forget that they're still in a bit of a well. They're in the middle of at least one legal fight. I don't think the uh, the uh, keep the key and key keep the key and keystone uh, uh, debacle has ended yet. So, um, also by the way, if I'm Coors, I'm going. Let's spread this out a little bit longer. <laughs> just, just keep selling. <laughs> just, just just bleed them a little bit longer. <laughs> Fuck, watch, Molson Coors just buys them. Yep, we're going to drop the lawsuit now. That would be, that would be chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, we you own can't it. beat them, buy them. Yep, and we're, and, and we're, and we're calling, uh, uh, we're dropping, we're dropping this key from Keystone Tower. They're all just it's stone beer now. We actually got your gargoyle. We're putting it on the can. Fuck you, Greg Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Your gargoyle is gargoyle you wrote it on. <laughs> oh, if that happens, I'm gonna feel so bad, Tyler. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die. Uh, that will be payback for the delicious IPA. Uh, I feel like we've I feel like we've uh, 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 we've we've gone into Mordor. It's time to bring us back to the Shire. Do you have something happier for us? I do. Uh, Virginia Brewery, uh, Maltese Brewing Company is trying to set a new record of the world's hottest beer. I mean, like they're putting they're brewing with lingerie or they're like tarting it up a bit, like making it not wear a lot of close. Glassware. 
<laughs> they are uh, using Carolina Reaper peppers in this beer uh, to make a pepper beer. And they reached out to, uh, I want to say the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, and they hope to send the findings. Uh, they had a couple uh, professors from physics department of University of Mary, Mary Washington to come help calculate the drink's heat content. Uh, the team of professors are going to measure the beer's concentration of two specific chemicals, capsaicin and dihydrocapsaicin, which give the chili powder peppers their heat. Uh, they will send the findings over to the Guinness Book of World Records at the end of March. Um, and they'll see if they can become the world record hottest beer uh, for their Signal, Signal 1 2.0. My asshole is already hurting a little bit. Uh, here's my question, and I don't know if it, if it addresses it. Is there already a hottest beer based on those? Uh, specific uh, criteria? No, not currently. So, so I could brew the. I mean, I, I could conceivably do that because if there's no. So they will because they're the first fucking brewery sending this to the Guinness Book World Record. Have the world record. I'll be curious to see if anyone can beat it. But if you're feeling froggy and you live in Virginia, uh, they are serving it on draft. So if you want to conquer the challenge, you have to crush 10 ounces of this beer in 10 minutes or less. <laughs> Tell me, what's the, does it give an ABV at least? Or No, all it says is there's a fucking, uh, just a, oh, super spicy IPA. <laughs> Jesus. So that's going to fucking burn. So they infused the IPA with 500 Carolina Reaper chili peppers. Oh, my God. Yep. I'm getting heartburn listening to this. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm actually scared to drink the beer in front of me, which is not this pepper beer. It's actually, I'm, I've moved to the Solarized from uh, Odell, and it's very nice. Uh, super orangey, nice, like balanced citrus IPA, but now I'm afraid to drink it because I, I this this sounds like a stomach ulcer waiting to happen. Dude, I I was gonna say, it just I I've had a couple good pepper beers, but pepper beers have never been something that have like jazzed me up because I'm like I don't want something where when I take a drink I go I need another drink now. Well, that's because the, it's so fucking hot. Well, that's the thing about pepper beers is that they can be spectacular if they're balanced with the alcohol. And so that you, when you take a drink, you get this flash of heat and it's gone. And they're, and it, it especially is nice with food, especially something sweet or barbecue or something. You know, that flash of heat just like uh, awakens your taste buds and makes things more flavorful. This doesn't sound like it has any quality. This sounds like fucking penance. This sounds like, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. What should I do? Uh, well, you have to take a drink of this fucking fire water. <laughs> shit your brains out for three weeks. Say three Hail Marys and go about your day. And you're going to be shitting molten lava. <laughs> 
Yeah, by the way, your butthole is ruined for what you did, okay? Your butthole is forever forfeited to the Lord. In fact, that's what they should call it. Your butthole is forever forfeited to the Lord. (laughs) Well, so if anyone's feeling crazy and wants to try that beer, go for it. Let us know if you survive. Uh, And we'll be keeping an eye out to see kind of what this comes out with and kind of like what the Scoville units of this beer would be. If you drink, if you drink this, please send me a video of your first drink. I'm actually thinking I'm going to go on Instagram tonight because some look, listen on the internet, people do what they do on the internet and somewhere someone's drunk this beer while filming themselves. And if I can find footage of this, I will put it on our Instagram feed. That is a promise from me to you because this, that's gotta be, that's gotta be comedy gold. Oh, most if, likely. If you, by the way, or, if you, if like you untapped probably has it or something like that. Or if you're more adept at social media than me, which let's face it, I'm barely functional. Hey, if you can find this, uh, send it to us and uh, we'll we'll put it up because I feel like I I I want to see. I feel like I, I I what's gonna happen is someone takes a sip, and you can just see it in their eyes. They go, <laughs> I regret Please. every decision. <laughs> That has led I have made this. in my life. You'll see the sweat start pouring, or you'll hear him go, "Oh fuck, I'm out." Just going, nope, nope. That's basically you've 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 blended. You, that's basically uh, a chili powder and uh, and and booze. That's all you've done, dude. If I were to sit down with that beer, I'd have that ten ounce beer, and then about a gallon jug of Pepto, and just do a little sip, chug, sip, chug, <laughs> sip, chug. Till I was done. <laughs> Till you've ingested roughly 10 ounces of beer and a gallon of Pepto. <laughs> How you feeling? You drunk? No, I'm just, I'm just Pepto-rific. I'm gonna, my I won't sh- shit for a week! <laughs> and it will be purple when I do. <laughs> but it won't burn. <laughs> you think that. You think that. But the, the, you know, the pink stuff still burns, Tyler. It still burns. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. <laughs> that wasn't a happier story. That's just that that just makes every other. You know what? You know what that just did? My brain was hurting. Now, now my butthole is hurting. Thank you, Tyler. Everything between those two plays hurts now. <laughs> yeah. And... Well, if you're into sadomasochism, go check out that beer. <laughs> Or, you know, do like a good god person and like dress in leather and beat each other with whips. That's how you... That's, that's, that's the way to do it. Jesus Christ. Don't drink a 5,000 fucking Scoville beer. Oh, it's, it's got to be higher than 5,000 Scoville units because I think one Carolina Reaper is five, over 5,000. This is 500 Carolina Reapers. Well, yeah, but dispersed not per glass, is it? No, but for the batch of beer. Okay, but I mean, I, they, I'm, a, I'm assuming that I feel like a Carolina you've Reaper. Had, you've had powder houses like Hot House. I have, and it's a bit much. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they use only a couple Carolina Reapers in that. Oh, in the whole batch. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I do. I've had I have that one, and my 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 uh, uh, my uh, uh, review was, it's okay. It's a little much. I could probably do with about half that. I need a beer with my with my fucking beer now. 
mm-hmm. but uh, well, maybe they use ghost peppers in those which are less than Carolina Reapers. Don't listen. Stop with these peppers. They're asshole peppers. All right, these <laughs> things are abominations to to man, woman, law, God, child, and nature. There's no reason for these peppers to exist. There's nothing good about them. They're just pain. <laughs> I say that as someone who likes spicy shit, but makes me want to do nothing but eat mayonnaise. Anyway, <laughs> this has <Whoa>. been. <laughs> yes, Tyler. I was going to say, well, we should probably wrap this up this before Jeremy actually gets heartburn. Too late. This has been It's All Beer. Uh, if you want to tell us how we personally hurt you to this episode, uh, you can get a hold of us. We're at uh, itsallbeer at gmail.com. Um, if you want to uh, recap the stories we use to uh, put this uh, put this show together, I put them up on our Twitter page and our Facebook uh, go check us out there. I'm increasingly using our Instagram feed as kind of a a catch-all for the uh, random shit and bad news I find throughout the internet. Um, a lot of times, when there's a, a, a photo evidence of the uh, of the stories you hear, uh, have been hearing, uh, it'll go on our Instagram feed. So definitely check that out. Um, and also. You know what? Usually about this time I say give us a rating, but right now you're probably clutching your stomach in sympathy pain going, I I want everything to die, so you know what? Don't leave us a rating this week. Don't do it. (laughs) Let's get to next week uh, when we haven't uh, physically uh, 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 in one fell swoop made you lose faith in humanity and uh, uh, and then hurt you in your soul. So, uh, yeah, the, just just leave it be. And uh, next week, if we uh, if we do an episode that doesn't uh, uh, make me want to die a little, then uh, then I'll tell you to review that one. Review that one. But um, unless for some reason you like this and want to give us five stars, in which case you are fucked in the head. But thank you for the <laughs> nice rating. Anyway, <laughs> that's quite enough from us. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. We'll uh, be off next week. Thank you very much. Yes, we're. Uh, uh, oh, and yeah, we're. That's, yeah, thank you for. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be off next week. Uh, for the love of God, all breweries in the country, can we please go a fortnight without one of you behaving like a total dickbag? That's all I'm asking. A fortnight, none of you behaving like dickbags. I don't want to do the blank brew. You done fucked up news now. Okay, Are we good. Two weeks, we'll be back. We'll we'll do some happier news. Until then, uh, I'm gonna go drink a beer that has no pepper in it. Have fun. <laughs>